We'd like to welcome you to our current event and weekly Bible study for January 21st, 2019. And uh, today I have quite a large study to go over. And it's all information from this week, basically. Um, I had other things that I was wanting to try to cover. And just stuff keeps getting pushed back and pushed back because there's so many cataclysmic breaking current events all of the time now that I have to just prioritize on what we're dealing with here. And um, this information is extremely serious we're dealing with today, as it is pretty much every week. Um, but th this is something that really could be impacting us in a very short period of time, potentially, a lot of the things that we're going to be addressing today. And again, as, as a watchman, this is what I really feel compelled to do is, is, is warn, you know, and the first report is from um, Dave Hodges, and it, it's, it's essentially, as of today, it's does, does the president have 10 days left, meaning 10 days left in office. Now, I'm not saying that's the case, and I don't think he's dogmatically saying that's the case, but it is a possibility because of the things that he's talking about here. Okay, so again, I'm not a date setter. I'm not saying Dave Hodges is, is a date setter, but he brings up some some points that uh, I, I mean I don't know it's it's just unbelievable this information we're getting into. The president is set to deliver the State of the Union address ten days from now. The big question uh, is, will he still be in office in ten days? Two months ago, I produced a podcast in which I predicted. There would be a plot that would exit Trump and Pence from the White House. Now, Trump and Pence. Now, I personally and, and most of the people that I think have studied Pence believe he's a devil anyway. But what he represents is a conservative platform, at least a facade of that. And... Bear, bear with what he's saying here because it says that would exit Trump and Pence from the White House and usher in Pelosi, Speaker of the House, third, third in line to the president. So if Trump and Pence were either assassinated or, uh, you know, deposed or whatever, then, or impeached, then basically Pelosi would be installed as the unelected president following this order of succession. So, there's so much going on now that, that it's, it's hard to comprehend. I, I literally, like, I plan on studying this, this study today at, like, around 5 p.m. And then I, I, I work on stuff and I look at stuff and there's so much breaking news that it always ends up being two or three hours more work before I can even start the study because of just the breaking news that happened. I can have the whole thing done on a Saturday and know that pretty much now I'm going to have anywhere from three to four hours more work putting together the study on just the breaking news just on that day a lot of times if we're covering a subject like this. That's how quickly things are moving is the point I guess I'm trying to make. There are several deadlines coming up that if conservatives are successful in carrying out their mandate, the deep state is probably finished and would have to resort to total desperation tactics. There is, I do believe to a certain extent, there has been a, a large awakening that has occurred. Now, a ton of people are still asleep, but it only takes a pretty small percentage of people that are actually active and um, 
in society to make really, really big changes. And the deep state, the satanic deep state knows this is going on. So they're trying to do whatever they can to do right now to jockey themselves into position and to totally eliminate all the alternative media where there can be any kind of dissenting voice that can be heard so that there's only one narrative and that free speech will be criminalized, essentially, unless that speech is uh, sympathetic toward Satan and the deep state and their agenda. That's where we're at right now. And this is why they're going after the alternative media, unlike anything I've ever seen in all my years of ministry. I mean, yes, there's been little chipping away here and there that seem like a big deal. I only thought that was a big deal, you know, back 10 years ago or, or things that I thought were, you know, cataclysmic. I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't have a clue. What's going on on a daily basis now are things that, I mean, there's probably more going on on a daily basis now in one day than would go on in a whole month back when I first started this ministry, like in 06. <clears throat> the boldness of these people, of this movement, this satanic movement, is, is unlike anything I've ever seen. They have literally totally taken the gloves off the facade is pretty much gone yeah true they're gonna they're gonna give their fake news media and act like they're whatever but what they're doing and setting in motion cannot be disputed uh, it's not a conspiracy theory they're doing it and they're out in the open and they're telling you they're doing it and this is what we're going to be looking at today first ruth bader ginsburg is rumored to be dead and the deep state is covering it up in order to buy more time to remove Trump before he can appoint another Supreme Court justice. See, that by itself is a gigantic deal. I mean, look at all the things they just did for Kavanaugh, who's a, who's a devil as far as I'm concerned anyway. You know, he's literally turned around right around and ruled a, a for the Planned Parenthood thing. He's no conservative. He's a devil. But he's better than Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Okay? They want somebody just like her in there, and there's no way that's going to happen under Trump's watch. She's most likely dead. So as a result, they're in a position where it's like, well, if Trump became president, he's going to at least have to have, to have the facade where he's going to appoint a conservative Supreme Court justice. No, we need to get both of them out of there ASAP in order to put in Pelosi. Now you could say, oh, well, you're speculating and there's no truth or validity. Well, okay, number one, listen to this teaching. Draw your conclusion after you've heard it. And think about this. Why wouldn't they? Now is as good a chance as they would have for this plot that we're going to lay out than they've had since Trump has been in office. The thing with Ruth Bader Ginsburg, they're only going to be able to put that off so long. There's no way they could put it off for another two. Yeah, it's really funny. She hasn't showed up for any Supreme Court uh, hearings for, uh, in two years. Just crazy. She's just been under the weather. They can't do it for that long. So therefore, if she is dead, well, their backs are really against the wall. From that standpoint alone, but it goes much, much deeper than just Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Another Trump appointee would cement the court for the next three decades. 
This is what they do not want. Secondly, as Mike Adams pointed out, there is a risk that Trump will release the sealed documents related to the infamous dossier, and this would lead to major indictments of the deep state major players and their subordinates. Third, Trump will have cemented his soon-to-be declaration of the national emergency and the construction of the wall. I don't know if Trump's going to do any of this at this point. He's so caving on so many different things. I mean, he's, he's giving them all of these concessions for this wall thing. And they're no... I mean, he's really giving major, major concessions, like stuff that would be going back almost on campaign promises, essentially. And they still don't, they still don't care because they don't want one dime to go to building that wall because they're not going to have their, their little children that they can ravage in the, uh, sex, in the sex trade, in the child sex uh, exploitation and tra trafficking. They're going to not have those. The pedivores aren't going to have their line of victims coming up from all of the Central American countries. They're not going to have all the drugs coming up through the border. They're not going to have all those diseases coming up with all the people. We're going to talk about a lot, that a lot today. I don't know how many parts this is going to go, but I'm going to try to get through it all. They're not going to have these, this illegal alien voting block flowing up through, through the, uh, our southern border, which every, every one of those is basically like a vote for a Democrat. So... They're bringing all their demons and all their false religion. They're, they're bringing up from Central America and Mexico. And most of them are, are some form of Catholicism combined with witchcraft, like the Santa Morte death cult, which is where they literally worship the angel of death, which is like the most popular religion in Mexico now. I've done tons of studies on this and elsewhere. They're not going to have all their gang gang bangers like the MS-13, which are just pure satanic vessels of Satan coming up through the southern border as a fifth column they're not going to have all the muslims coming up through and all the other people bringing diseases in and their false religion and all their jihadists they're not going to have that if we have a sealed border and they can't have that so nasty pelosi and schumer and all of the democrats are going to do every possible thing they can do to fight that border wall because it is the exact opposite agenda of what they're trying to achieve worldwide, which is open borders. Flooding the nations like America and Canada and Europe with third world types of populations that are bringing their diseases and, and all of the other things that I just mentioned. I'm not saying their souls are any less precious to Jesus Christ. I'm not saying that. But a country without borders and walls is not a country. It's not. It's a joke. It's all against, you know, everything this country should stand for. You come here, you come here illegally, is the, or legally is the point of it. No, no, no. They're rewarded for their wickedness. They're rewarded for coming here illegally. You get a little pat on the head. You get to go free. You get to get all these government subsidies. In fact, you're going to have way, way more benefits than the average nasty, horrible lawful abiding american that was born here and that has typically been here many generations not every time but no so i don't believe there's anything trump is going to be able to offer them that they're gonna they're gonna give in and, and build agree to build the wall. i mean he's compromising so much now it's not even funny what he's offering them i mean i just saw on on drudge today I mean, you know, again, it's 
it's um, very sobering to see the decisions that that he's making, and I, I'm I'm saying, yes, please pray for him. But it's almost like he's becoming brain damaged. He's dangling amnesty as as another thing, um, and he's saying, well, what if we limit the border wall to strategic locations? So now it's not a full border wall is what he's begging the Democrats for when he could just declare a national emergency and be done with this. Um, he's saying president offers dreamers um, for the wall, the wall cash to build the wall. Well, what if I give you the DACA dreamers? Dems reject any compromise. They don't want to hear about the angel moms that have had all, and angel dads who have had all their kids killed from these illegal alien devils that come in here and continually violate the law, continually go out and drunk drive, continually go out and rape, and then they just get a slap on the wrist and released, or maybe they'll get deported and they're right back here. And they've killed all of these lawful, law-abiding American citizens, and particularly their children. Nancy Pelosi refuses to meet with any of them because they're, she is that wicked and evil. I pray the Lord Jesus Christ rain down his fury on these wicked, stinking, maggot devils. I pray their tongues turn black and rot out of their maggot-infested heads in the sight of all men that all men would see and fear and declare the work of God that they would wisely consider of God's doing. As it says in Psalm 64, these are vessels of wrath fitted, prepared ahead of time for God's destruction. And I pray to God, God rains down fury on them. I'm not telling anybody to go out and do anything. But I am saying get on your knees and pray against this wickedness that is being shoved down our throats increasingly more every single day. It's not getting better. It's getting worse. And the president seems to be becoming more addled and more like, I don't know if he's just losing it. I don't know if it's all the witches putting curses on him and him not be. He's surrounded by um, deep state yes men that are giving him horrible recommendations and he's following them. This guy that he just uh, um, put into the uh, attorney general nominated him. Supposedly he came out and, and said, oh, I can't believe that, that his wife is best friends with Mueller. They, they go to their own Bible study together. They're longtime friends. And Trump just re is nominated this attorney general to replace Sessions who did nothing with this other guy, which is probably going to be 10 times worse, who is personal friends with Mueller and their wives are in the same, quote, Bible study. It's probably satanic Bible study together. I mean, what more could you do to shoot yourself in the foot? Over and over and over again, he's, he has appointed just the most asinine people to surround himself with. And it's, I'm sorry, it's just really hard for me to believe he's, he's playing 4D chess, chess like a lot of alternative news sources say. And um, we just haven't, you know, really saw his brilliance yet or, or, or been able to perceive his brilliance. No, I, I'm sorry, I don't buy it. I don't buy it. Guy eats tons and tons of fast food, GMO food every single day. And I think the thing is, is if you eat a lot of GMO food and you, you put a lot of garbage in your body, you cannot put 52 octane in your car and expect it to run right. He eats a prodigious amount. I've saw the, the amounts of food he eats 
and most of the time it's garbage like kentucky fried chicken fast food and i understand I've seen things out there saying, well, he does that because he knows that they're trying to poison him constantly. He doesn't trust any of the chefs, and but he has secret service members. He goes out and they'll go to different fast food places randomly to get it to ensure that the food's... Okay, I get that. But we cannot function properly if we are putting trans fatty acids and, and all of the garbage like with, with fry, uh, fried foods, one of the worst things you could do. Cancer-causing... The fats gum up your liver. They gum up your brain. You can't think straight. All the carbs in this stuff. And that's what he... He eats prodigious amounts of this stuff every day. Diet Coke and all these... And I'm like, oh my word. Why would he put that? I mean, he could literally be eating organic constantly. You're the president. You should be doing everything you could do to put the best stuff in your body so you think the clearest. I don't care if he's got unlimited amounts of energy. So you could say, well, that prayer is not biblical. Well, am I, supposed, am I supposed to pray biblically then that God let the wicked prosper in their wickedness? Let them overtake the innocent. Let them eat and kill more children and sacrifice them to Satan. Because if their agenda, if this stuff goes down like it looks like it's going to, that's what we're going to have a whole lot more of. Yes, it's being found out, and they know it's being found out. That's why they're getting so desperate, because there has been an awakening. But Trump has done not one thing to protect the alternative media. Not one thing. And he keeps making boneheaded decisions over and over and over again. They were basically, I, I know that the, the deep state was absolutely literally in glee over this Attorney General Barr guy who's literally in league with Mueller and their wives are best good friends, the same Bible study. And I guess he finally found it out and he was aghast at that. that Way to vet him, Trump. Way to vet him. Way to vet him, dude. That's your job. Well, he's taken bad advice. Well, then surround yourself with people you can actually trust. I mean, his brother, his son-in-law, Jared Kushner, could literally be the Antichrist. I don't see how Trump has any real discernment. And, and you know, I pray that God give him that discernment. I pray to God that he give Trump, if he's actually a good person that really wants to do the right thing, okay? Because if he's a vessel of Satan, it's a pointless prayer. But the Bible does say pray for those that have rule over you, okay? And I do pray that God give him wisdom, understanding, knowledge. But Trump has also went on record and he was asked one time, you know, have you ever went to God and asked for forgiveness? Or, and he says, I don't recall I've ever done that. Can you imagine never going to God and never being so full of pride that you never ask God for forgiveness? Well, you know what pride does? It blinds you. You can't think straight if you're full of pride. You can't see straight. You are blind, wretched, weak, and naked. Just like it says in the Laodicean church of Revelation 3 which is the very time we're living in right now, which is the typical church person. And I'm not saying that because I think I'm Mr. Perfect. I'm just saying as a matter of course, that's how most, I believe that's how God sees most Christians, especially if they're caught up in the corporate 501c3 church, who's doing nothing about any of this as well. All the stuff that I talk about on a daily basis. I don't ever see them coming to the forefront of this fight. I don't. I see 
pockets of the alternative media and people in Christian alternative media really trying to sound the alarm. But I see very little that the 501c3 church ever does to go against any of this stuff that I report on every single week and have been doing it for over, let's say, 12 years now. No, we, we don't want to lose our parishioners. We don't want to lose that money coming in. We love that money because we're hirelings. And the hirelings have no true love for the sheep. But the sh true shepherd will lay down his life for the sheep. I'm prepared to die over this stuff. I am. Wouldn't surprise me if I died over this at all. But absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. All I want to hear is, well done, thou good and faithful servant. I mean, I pray to God I hear that. I'm not saying I've apprehended like Paul talks about. I'm not saying that, that I think I'm Mr. Super Christian. I've said it many, many times. If I got what I deserved, I'd get death and hell. No doubt about it. I'd probably be the first one to uh, point the finger back at myself. So I'm not saying that in a sanctimonious vein, but I don't see the 501c3 church basically doing anything against this. And can you imagine, again, if they mobilized in America and in Canada to get the word out about what's really going on and actually we had mass repentance and mass prayer and mass fasting in combination with that, we could have a Nineveh-like experience in America. But no, none of that's going on because they're all yoked up with the government and the IRS, one of the most wicked, evil institutions on the planet that's literally owned by the International Monetary Fund and not literally one dime of what you go and pay them goes to run in this country. It just goes right back to the bankers and the Satanists so that they can have more money to, to hire more sex traffickers and to hire more drug mules because all of those plans are sponsored by the New World Order, by Satan, by the 13 families of the Illuminati, by all the wicked politicians and all the wicked people in Hollywood and all those places. They're the ones that fund all of that. Because why? They want to defile the planet. They want to annihilate the planet. That's all they care about. You know, I, I, got, I got an email, and the guy said he's not a Satanist. But I got an email this week, and I'll just read you a little bit of it. I wasn't even going to read this today. And I really don't have time to do this because I've got so much to cover today. I, I can't even tell you how much I have to cover today. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. I almost feel bad at the amount of information I'm going to be throwing at you today. It's, it's unbelievable. I, I got this, 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 this dude emails me and he says, um, the world must be depopulated by 90%. 7.5 billion is too many and our resources are under attack by too many hungry, useless mouths. The world must be darkened. There, there has to be overwhelming darkness for us to feel normal. What does that mean? You can't stop the evil that's coming. Now he's telling this to me. If it, if it was up to me, I'd have dark matter. Okay, the dark matter that CERN is creating through the particle colliders, the, the stuff that like one tiny little gram of the stuff would, uh, is if, if it's in close proximity to you, is enough to just make people go absolutely insane and turn on each other and kill each other. Like it's portrayed in horror movies and stuff where they have those purge type events where everybody just goes and kills each other or the bird box now or whatever movie. I want to do a study on that, but I don't know if I'll ever get to it. 
If it was up to me, I'd have dark matter the size of mountains in every country in the world. Boy, wouldn't that be a wonderful place? Wouldn't that be wonderful? So his plan is so much better than mine, where I'm trying to sound the warning and, and, and turn people to repentance and trying to get, you know, us moving in some kind of godly direction, which will produce good fruit, which will produce life, which will produce God's love, which will produce mass conversions. And I'm not taking credit for that. I'm just saying these are things that if they happen, no, no, his way's better though, right? I'd rather have dark matter the size of a mountain in every country in the world. That Hadron Collider isn't working hard enough to get our desired effects that we envision. <laughs> oh my word. I mean, it's, all, it's, it's laughable, it really is. The backwards twisted world feeling is our utopia. See, they love evil is the point I was trying to make. They love it. They love it when they see defilement. They love it when they see little kids raped. They love it when they see human sacrifice. They love drinking human blood. They love torturing animals. They love defiling anything. That's why when I did that, the teaching on the anointing oil, which I hope you guys are, are making, a lot of my listeners are making that. that. I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's a whole other tool for our battle. I, but where I was going over in that teaching where they were putting like hexes on telephone poles and Pete was in the Pete, the guy from Tasmania, the deliverance minister was saying, you know, they're just do this. And, and the witch that he delivered would say, yes, the reason they're doing that is they would do that over neighborhoods and to cause car accidents and cancer and just every manner of evil you could have. Why would somebody want to do that? You reap what you sow, you morons. I'm sorry, but I don't know what else to say. I understand if you're brought up in it and, and that's all you've ever known, okay, I, you know, God bless you, pray you get free of it. But it's, it's Romans 1 all over. You know, their, their minds are darkened. They've been turned over to a reprobate mind. They have pleasure in them that do wickedness while they do wickedness. You can't try to figure this stuff out. It doesn't make any sense unless you're demon-possessed to the toenails. This guy's a great example. The backwards twisted world feeling is our utopia. The world is enjoying living the way it wants and you can't stop it. Well, I'm going to fight to the very end. I'm going to keep being a watchman until God says, I can't do it anymore or he takes me out. I know I can't stop what the Bible says regarding, you know, the seven year tribulation and all the things that the Bible talks about in Revelation and you know, 2 Thessalonians 2 and Daniel and those types of places. And God is sending the strong delusion that they will believe a lie, that they might all be damned to receive not the love of the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. And that's what we're seeing now. And it's almost like God's letting it get this bad just to see if, if like, who will, like, fight against this and, 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 and who will actually take a stand, who's actually going to wake up. Because see, God knows that a lot of people aren't going to do anything unless they have a ball bat upside the head. Not everybody. The goodness of, of the Lord can lead a theater repentance, but also the severity of the Lord. Most of the time, I believe the vast majority of the time, it's necessary for the severity of the Lord to lead a theater to repentance. Well, with Nineveh, I mean, okay, Jonah goes there and preaches in Nineveh, and he's preaching a really, really scary, scary, hard message. 
Okay, well, what was that? That was the severity of God that led that city to repentance. It wasn't like coming in, oh, well, God just loves you and all the, yes, God does love you, but he's not going to tolerate this level of wickedness that we're allowing to occur. And I'm not blaming my listeners. I just mean society in general. Then he goes on to say, you're going to have to just sit there with popcorn and watch these perversions because you can't stop the darkness and evil that's coming. <laughs> the evil will come overcome even you. Oh, no, it ain't. I don't receive that in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Be very careful what you come into agreement with, especially if you're dealing with a Satanist or just a wicked person. Don't, don't get into agreement with them at all. Generally speaking, people like this, I don't dialogue with very much, you know, but this is what he's trying to, to, you know, put upon me. It ain't happening to me. And then he says, you will become so used to the darkness that you will take part in the filthy game as your mind slowly withers away. No, that ain't happening to me. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ, devil boy, because it ain't happening to me. Not because I'm better or whatever, but because the Holy Spirit lives inside me and I can do all things through Christ which strengthen me. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. He doesn't understand that. This is like the second letter he sent me. And it was, you know, they're just, ugh. And then he says, sorry, Scotty, but this is the end of the normal humanity. Embrace it. <laughs> so... I just said, and this is after the second email I had of this garbage. And I said to him, because uh, he didn't really give his name, just an email address. He said his name was Scott Johnson. Okay, yeah, right. And then he, I said, when you're burning in hell and then cast into the lake of fire, you will be reminded of these words you are speaking to me over and over again for all eternity. I do pray you get saved though. That's all I said to him. Because I've learned in dealing with Satanists like this that there's not a whole lot you're going to be able to do. And I'm not going to burn a ton of time on this because he just wants to keep me bound up in some endless debate. I proved that because I forwarded it to another friend of mine that helps me with, with some of these types of emails. And, and it was just endless, you know. And I'm like, yeah, just absolutely confirms everything I thought that about this, this dude. So pray for him. Pray for him. I pray to God he gets saved. I do. I do. That's not my business. That's not mine. I, I don't want to sit here. Oh, there's no way you get saved. No, I'm, I'm not going to say that. I'm not. Maybe God brought him to this whole thing exchange with me so that my listeners would pray for him and he would get saved. I don't want him to burn in hell. I don't. I don't. And, I, and I'm honestly, I totally forgive him. I mean, you know, I'm not like mad or whatever about it. Uh, it's sad. It's really sad. Honestly, it's, it's the, the biggest thing about that is, can you imagine living with that mindset? But see, that's the satanic mindset. That's how witches and warlocks, and especially the ones that are literally sold out to Satan, or they get involved in these covens. Like we had talked about that one, witch that PETA delivered their life is horrible and sad and empty and full of fear of Satan that you're not going to be good. I mean, would you like to have those, those bamboo stakes driven through your nail beds? If you don't quite accomplish the the uh the mission of splitting up churches like the one lady said that would that'd be you'd be highly motivated that's why a lot of times they're more way more highly motivated than the average christian 
because they're very fearful. But we're we're supposed to fear God. We're supposed to fear God in his in in that wrath regarding and I'm not saying walk around constantly in fear of God, but I mean, you should fear God. That is a healthy thing. Fear of God will keep you humble. Fear of God produces humility, which is the remedy for pride. And this is what I believe Donald Trump needs. Because, like I said, he said before that I've, I can't ever recall ever asking for forgiveness from God. It's like, oh, so you're too good for that? Really? Wow. Well, there's no way you're saved because that's the very attitude you have to go to God in order to get saved. Jesus, to forgive your sins. You know? To pay your sin debt. He says, I, I can't recall I've ever done that. Well, maybe that's why he's making such horrible choices or at least a big reason of it because his pride has so blinded him and he's not being led of God because he can't hear God because of all the things that I just mentioned. And he's surrounding himself with all these horrible people and making these horrible decisions and doing nothing to protect the alternative media and, and, and like the Patriot movement and these types of things. The very ones that have his back, they're going to be taken away from him. If he doesn't, you know, do something radically different pretty soon. I mean, we're really coming down to it, guys. I, I, I man, I, I don't see how we get out of the next month to two to three months without something really, really big going down. Either very, very positive direction or a very, very horrible direction. And, you know, I, I don't want to make any speculations, but it's just, it's bad news what we're looking at here. Now, God's bigger than all this. God can intervene. I'm not saying that at all, that, that he can't do that. But again, that's going to take mass prayer, mass repentance, and mass fasting, I believe. I'm talking, looking historically, looking biblically. That is the remedy for this. You know, if my people are called by my name, will humble themselves and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, will hear from heaven, you know, heal their land. Okay, well, I know that was more of a paraphrase of the verse, but I just don't see that really collectively happening. It'd be good if, if Trump got a hold of all this and then actually called the Christians in America to do that exact thing. Because I think even the 501c3 churches would listen to that. Now, how many of them would do it? I don't know, but some of them would. And some of them, maybe the 501c3 churches, maybe the pastors wouldn't say a thing, but the, peop the people would hear it. That could, that could change everything. That could. The Lord Jesus Christ is the only remedy for any of this, is the whole point I'm trying to make here. Because every bit of the reports I've read about this, I don't hardly hear God mentioned at all. It's almost like he doesn't exist. It's like the more dire the situation gets, the less God exists. Because man just wants to look at, what can I do? What, 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 what can we do to mobilize the troops and get the word out and email people? and do all? And all of that is great. And I think it's wonderful. And that's what this ministry is about, getting the word out. But it's going to be absolutely filthy rags in God's eyes because all of our righteousness are as filthy rags when done apart from the Lord Jesus Christ. What if we had massive prayer, fasting, um, repentance, um, um, binding and loosing? Oh, my word. 
that would change things. So this may be a done deal. I don't know. I'm going to obviously keep, you know, going and, and warning about this and praying about this. And I advise my listeners to do the same, but I don't know in God's economy whether this is a done deal. I don't know. But I have, I, it's not like though I've gotten the, the um, I, for some reason I don't think it is because I don't think I would be so convicted about this if it was just truly a hopeless thing and there is no hope and, and that we just all need to, you know, just prepare for the worst. I don't feel that way because I feel like I need to keep sounding the alarm. I need to keep doing this. I haven't gotten that feeling where it's like just the night is coming when no man can work. You've done what you can do. Speak to this people no more. I don't feel that way. At all. So I'm going to go further with this report here. I'm sorry I'm being so long-winded, but... um. Okay, so... Let me just read that last sentence again. Secondly, as Mike Adams pointed out, there is a risk that Trump will release sealed documents related to the infamous dossier, and this would lead to major indictments of deep state major players and their support. I mean, there, there's, all, there's all these rumors flowing about that the military tribunals have already gone on. Now, remember, read that dream not too long ago from one of my longtime listeners about the military tribunals. I was in total agreement. There is there is evidence, some, well, not there, there's not, I don't, think there's any real evidence but there is a lot of reports going on in alternative media saying they have begun which would be wonderful which if they had begun would be another gigantic reason why the deep state is so incredibly gonzo crazy pulling out all the stops and going and just accelerating their their agenda like i've never ever seen them do ever not even close so could that be evidence that the military tribunals have begun? Could be one more motivating factor in addition to the Ruth Bader Ginsburg thing. In addition to Trump releasing sealed documents related to the infamous dossier, which would lead to major indictments of deep state major players and their subordinates. Third, Trump would have cemented the soon-to-be declaration of national emergency and the construction of the wall. This would put Trump in the driver's seat for re-election in 2020. Here's another thing. There are also other reports going out in alternative media, and they make a very good point on this, okay? Where they're saying that this whole thing with this shutdown, this government shutdown, this partial government shutdown, because it's not a full government, it's a partial. This is all being done by design on purpose. And Trump wants this because after 30 days, he can... Go after these other ancillary um, factions of the government that are unnecessary and start cutting away all that fat. And one of them, one of the main ones is the SES, Senior Executive Services, which are all those, again, I've done a whole study on Senior Executive Services, how wicked they are. This whole cadre of basically Obama-appointed people that were set in place when Trump got in office to literally, totally try to undo everything the guy was trying to do. So again, I'm not I'm not saying Trump is is not tried. I'm not saying that whatever. It's just he needs to make better decisions. And if this is part of the plan so he can literally disband SES, that would be brilliant. And I would say 
for nothing else, <laughs> let it go at least a month so he can totally cut away senior executive services. There's also other factions of our government that can be cut away as well. This big bloated bureaucracy that needs to, you know, be pruned, you know. So, again, I'm trying to give you both sides of the story. I'm trying to give you both, okay, positive and negative. Most of the time, you're going to hear one or the other when it comes to Trump. You're, you're not going to hear about the bad stuff if it's just one of the pro-Trump, he can do no wrong. And a lot of times, you're, if it's one of the ones that, oh, Trump's a plan, he's, what, this is all part of the plan, he's never been, whatever, okay? You're never going to hear the good stuff he does. He's doing, as I have said from the beginning, both good and bad. And I told you from the beginning that I would point out both because I'm trying to be as fair as I can regarding Trump. And I literally spend my weeks, you know, looking and pouring over this type of information to see what direction he's moving. Going for, forward, it says, fourth, the new California movement cannot be allowed to come to fruition because it will end it will mark the end of the plot for the deep state to begin a civil war and it will begin in California and this would devastate the agriculture and retail economy. Okay, now let's listen to a video, a little uh, audio clip regarding this. What a day it has been. Paul Martin desperately trying to get a hold of me when I was quite busy in meetings this morning. And finally we did and I was made aware of what Mike had written in his article and what Alex and Roger had talked about on their radio show. Now, let me step aside and say this. I vouch for Mike Adams' credibility. He doesn't need me to do that. But I've dealt with Mike pretty closely. I interview him often. And I have to tell you, he is a dynamite, one of the best, if not the best journalist that's out there. I always look to his site for information. You know, we pass along his articles uh, that in his staff, he is first rate. He is saying things that are gravely concerning to me. First of all, there is absolutely no justification to take President Trump out of office. The Russian collusion is going to be used as the excuse from what he is saying, as what Alex is saying as well, too, on their show. It's not illegal to do business with the Russians. It's not illegal to lie about it unless you're under oath. It's only illegal to block an, an active investigation, which, from my understand, has never happened. Now, a lot of stuff has happened to Trump that is totally illegal and product of the deep state. The plan, as it's laid out by Mike very clearly, is to, with Trump insiders, anti-Trump insiders, is to arrest him, walk him out of the White House in front of CNN cameras, Make him appear guilty, even if he's not, as he does the perp walk along with Nancy Pelosi. Now, here's what's interesting. And under the category of great minds sometimes think alike, ha-ha. If you recall, after the Democrats gained control of the House, I came out with a broadcast in November, and I said very clearly that I am fearful that Nancy Pelosi is two heartbeats away from the presidency and that something might be done to take out Trump and Pence and Nancy Pelosi would become the president. That's the first part of the what Mike Adams is speculating on, and Alex and Roger said the same thing. 
they're exactly right. That is the correct order of secession. And I have to say that back in November, my mind was right there with them. And I've privately speculated on how it could happen. And it's pretty close to what Mike is saying in print. What really is concerning to me is how they can take someone out of office and that someone that's being taken out of office is not committed a crime. You see, first of all, the president can reveal about any state secret he wants because he's in charge of classification. Uh, that's where they're going to go with this, from what I understand. So absolutely no guilt. Now, I'm going to add my own speculation in here. If this is true, it will not be the Supreme Court that's involved. It will be tied very much to an Obama judge, federal district court judge, who will issue the arrest warrant based on BS. And they'll perp walk him out. I can see how that would happen. I also can see But they've got to move quickly. And this yeah, is that was on his end. Sorry, I don't know. He's got technical difficulties. But Mike Adams contends. Mike Adams contends that this has to be done before Ruth Bader Ginsburg dies and she's near death. And he appoints another conservative judge to the Supreme Court which would absolutely wreck the deep state plans to abrogate the Constitution of the United States. I totally agree with Mike on the timing if this is a real event. Yeah, and I mean, I, and why, why wouldn't they not try that if you think about it? This is the closest they've had to be able to install a Democrat as president since Hillary lost. Because before we had a Republican-controlled House... Republican in name only, okay? But still, it was Republicans. So they have to put on the facade, even if like Pence and Trump had been taken out under that, under the first two years, before this new house got put in, they would still have to put on the veneer or the facade of being a Republican. Whereas Democrats are just, you know, look at what Obama did. And, and it would be, an, this would be far beyond anything Obama probably ever even attempted. So this is, this is as, once they got Nancy Pelosi in, and with all of these other factors we've mentioned, they're in full desperation mode, and it would be the ideal time if they were ever going to try something like this, and because of the awakening so many people are under, this would be the time. They don't want to wait another two years to have Trump undo a lot more of, their, of the things they've, they've put in place, and he has undone a lot of stuff they've put in place. You can't debate that. So they don't want that. To me, this would be the ultimate, ultimate thing they would try to pull off because this wouldn't be, they wouldn't have to worry about Trump or Pence anymore. They would have, well, you're going to see, they, they would have Hillary Clinton in there because if they could impeach Trump and in, you know, under this whole guise of Russian collusion, which they could get Pence with that too, because they could implicate him in there and then install Nancy Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi would then step down when she was president and she would basically nominate hillary clinton to be president and nancy pelosi would probably go back to speaker of the house and they would probably have somebody like joe biden or whatever his vice who knows maybe obama i don't know i don't know but if they had their way if satan had their way his way this is what i mean is the, can you think of a better more satanic 
more wicked, evil plan that would benefit the Democrats and the Satanists and the pedivores more than what I just laid out? And the thing is, is you could say, well, that, that, that there's no way. Yes, it could happen. Yes, it could. You've got all the mainstream media totally aligned against Trump. Everybody in Hollywood hates Trump, essentially. Most people. Most people in government hate his guts, including Republicans, because it's just, you know, they're on the same team, just two same sides of the same wicked coin. There's probably a very, very low percentage of, of even Republicans that are congressmen or senators that are actually, you know, not under Satan's wing, under Satan's black wing. It's all a facade. It's all a lie. So they would, I mean, even, even the Republicans who couldn't be cheering openly would be cheering behind closed doors, guaranteed. The, 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 the high-level politicians that I'm in reference to. I think there's no better reason for them to move to act. You notice that Nancy Pelosi did tell Trump, until the government shutdown's over, we should definitely uh, postpone the State of the Union, scheduled for January the 29th. There's another factor that's brewing that's out there right now. New- now, an- another thing about the State of the Union is one of the reasons that I heard possible. And again, we're going over possibilities today. We're not. I'm not being dogmatic and date setting and doing all this other stuff. A, a lot of the times, again, why I do these studies are not only to warn you, but that, so that you can pray about things. Because I think things could go a lot of different ways and in a lot of different directions and it really depends upon god's intervention regarding all of this i want to bring god the lord jesus christ and father god into the forefront of this and into the forefront of all my teachings and understand that i'm not here i'm not going to discuss all of these things like god doesn't exist saying if god intervenes if if people you know wonderful you know, do what you can on whatever platform God has given you and to, and to warn people in these types of things, but also praying, fasting, and and binding and loosing and, and mass repentance and, and these types of, of things. And, and the anointing oil, wherever you feel so led, if you're making the anointing oil, pleading the blood of Jesus Christ, the sword of the Spirit, putting on the full armor of God every day, you know, making sure you confess all your sins, praying Psalm 64, something like that, like Psalm 91 and those types of things. All of these are weapons of our warfare. That's how we're, that's the only way this battle could be won. And if there's not enough people doing it, well, most likely, you know, the battle's not going to get won unless God just steps in and intervenes again just through his mercy. So I just always want to keep that at the center of things. I don't want to get ever get too far away from that and us get our eyes fixed on the situation that seems so hopeless and all of these other things. Because with the Lord Jesus Christ, there's always hope. California, on January the 26th, is issuing documents publicly, from what I understand, and they're going to be declaring that California is in a state of insurrection against the United States government. I think this is also providing another preemptive motive to what's going on. Mike? doesn't have that that's another huge one they would want to prevent that i didn't even make my point on the whole state of union address i got off on another tangent but what i was going to say is that there's a lot of reports out that i've seen in the last week or so that 
this whole postponement of the State of the Union by Nancy Pelosi, which really, you know, she has no right to really do that, um, is in large part due to, and I hope this is correct, that they don't want Trump to say what he's planning on saying, where he starts naming names and start calling out. Now, I don't know if that's going to happen, but I have heard that that's a reason they're very they're very afraid of him giving the state of the union why they said well if you give it we we just give it to us in writing because we want to be able to basically vet whatever you're going to say before you say it. they don't want him going up there and possibly in front of a live tv audience in front of all of america start really laying down the law and bringing down the hammer because they're really not going to have a remedy for that unless all the all the um the uh lamestream news broadcasts go dark which i wouldn't put that past him either but i would just pray if that's the case that god would keep that up no matter what and that would be a very good thing so again this could go a lot of different ways i would love to see trump redeem himself regarding a lot of these boneheaded things he's been doing particularly as of late and really since last summer when he Oh, man, when all that stuff broke out with the Second Amendment stuff that I had to report on. It's really been since then, he's, oh, boy, he's been making some, doing a lot of good and a lot of not so good, you know, unfortunately. I am going to make him aware of that as soon as I finish this broadcast. What Mike and Alex laid out logistically makes sense. So I turned to my sources and unfortunately, I didn't get the home runs that I was hoping to get. As much as I like Mike, as much as I respect the work of Alex Jones and Roger Stone, I wish they were wrong just for the good of the country. But I could neither confirm nor disconfirm the story, except let me share with you my 90-minute conversation with a prominent member of DHS. I'm compartmentalized, Dave. This is a DC operation. I will not be brought into this. I may find out about it through ancillary parties that connect between us and them, but I have no idea. But I will say this. There have been plans to take Trump down, and we've discovered them since he was elected, before he ever became president. This is where they concocted the Russian collusion delusion story. So that part he's on board with. He He's fearful that it won't be an arrest, but it's more likely to be an assassination. He also intimated the fact that he thought that Alex Jones's life was in danger. And I found that to be very interesting because many times Alex said that they don't dare kill me because it'll lend credibility to everything I see and turn me into a martyr. My source think that, that time has passed. They don't care about creating martyrs. They don't care about lending credibility. They're going for the win. And exposure means nothing to them at this point. Yep. Well, look at the way they're behaving. I mean, it, they couldn't be more rogue. They couldn't be more out in the open. They couldn't be more in your face. You know, the fake stream media and, and all the, the things that Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats are doing and things that are going on worldwide, I mean, they're really, the gloves have really come off. And the mask is being pulled off. The facade is being pulled down. And I, I think, too, when you start, when you, you get into that mode where the, you start taking off the gloves and taking off the masks, well, you've only got a certain amount of time before you can implement 
what you're trying to do because you've taken the mask off and now people can see you for what you are and you better get into that dictatorship type role as quickly as possible assassinate impeach do whatever you got to do because now it makes my job in the alternative media even 10 times easier to show what a devil you are because you have decloaked so from that standpoint i feel like their time is limited too which would add another layer of desperation on their end the only thing i would say to that is we have turned back past operations by publicizing them right that is my goal for running this in the event that this is true my hope is by us all giving attention to it that justice is done again but there's no there's never any mention of praying and fasting and all the other biblical spiritual weapons we have at our disposal so i'm going to interject that you know that this is not some man-centered thing if god's not in this it's not going to happen and they will accomplish whatever they're going to try to do regarding trump god has to be at the center of this as far as i'm concerned and the Okay, we lost uh, audio there. My hope is by us all giving attention to it, that justice is done and the Democrats have to follow the law. There is no legitimate reason to take President Trump out. My fear, though, knowing Mike Adams as I do, and he said sources from the inside, he's not making this up. I can tell you that. Mike has sources. Mike has proven himself to be an accurate reporter. And when he has said something is coming, it's coming. That's what really scares me. And this is what I told my friend Paul Martin today when he brought me this information. I said, if it was someone other than Mike, I'd be laughing now. I'm not laughing. You need to share this far and wide. I can't confirm or disconfirm with what I know. And I have to go with my gut, which tells me Mike Adams is a hell of a reporter. Alex Jones has blazed many trails. Roger Stone knows the inside workings of the White House. Now, the thing is, I understand there's a lot of controversy about Alex Jones and, and Robert Roger Stone. I could probably do, you know, I have done little mini teachings on Alex Jones. And I say this to myself, regardless of how you feel about them, and I'm not saying I, I, I trust emphatically everything that, but the vast majority of what, like if you look at Infowars, if you look at just on any given day, look at the reports they're putting out. The vast majority of what they're putting out, you can't really dispute it. I mean, it's factual based knowledge, firsthand stuff or things of this nature. Now, granted, there's things that they won't cover. They actually, and I, I kind of got on them about not saying anything about these dues weapons. And they actually did release a, uh, a couple things in the last month regarding that. And I was I was happy to see that. I, I, I will say that. I was happy to see that. But here's the thing. Regardless of how you feel about them, here's the reality. It is not an opinion or a rumor or conspiracy theory that they are the number one 
target that I can see of the deep state regarding alternative media. I understand a lot of people are under attack. Sean Hannity, Tucker Carlson, I mean, so many people have been banned from so many different platforms and alternative media, but nobody, they're not going after anybody more than they're going after Roger Stone, Alex Jones, and now his dad, Alex Jones' dad, they're going after him too because of this Jerome Corsi thing. I mean, it is literally like what they've been trying to do with Trump with Russian collusion all over again. Now they've just repackaged it and now they're going after Jones and his dad. Who is literally, I think he acted as like an accountant there like one day a week or something. Over this whole Jerome Corsi thing. They're saying that they, he was paid hush money or whatever, which is a lie. He was actually given a little bit of severance pay. And the guy's just turned around and stabbed everybody in the back. Because he's trying to save his own skin is what it looks like to me. Jerome Corsi. So, they're coming after Jones. And I, I mean, we're, we're going to look at that a little bit. And it's not an opinion. It's not something where you could say, well, that's a conspiracy theory. They're coming after him. And the thing is, is if they get Jones and Roger Stone, regardless of how you feel about them, that's just the first domino. They're going to come after everybody else once they get that first domino going. Including me, including everyone else in alternative media. The thing is, you take away the First Amendment right, and then, you know, the Second Amendment's right around the corner. The Second Amendment exists primarily to preserve our First Amendment rights. If you really think about it. So, anyway, that's why I really felt like I had to report on this. Because I saw like one report said, oh, it's debunked that this stuff with Jones. And I'm like, no, it's not debunked. They are coming after him. The Senate... They're sending here, they're requesting their emails. They're going after the guy. It's not, a, it's not like, there's no way you can say that's not true. It is happening. I hope they're wrong. And to my friend, Mike, listen, <laughs> Mike, you know what I mean. But ladies and gentlemen, we are at a true crossroads right now. There's a whole lot more I'm going to cover in other broadcasts, but... Right now, is President Trump going to be arrested illegitimately over the next 12 days, sometime during that time frame? Now, again, I've heard anywhere from that time frame into March. Jones and Stone were saying, beware the Ides of March, that that's when they're really gearing up to take down Trump, March. So I don't know. There, again, this could go so many different ways and I'm not being dogmatic and I'm not date setting and I'm not, but I have to warn you about things that I obviously see. And you could say, well, it's just coming from Jones and no, it's not just coming from Jones and Stone. There's a lot of other, Dave has his sources. Mike Adams has his sources. Alex Jones and Roger Stone have their sources. There's other people in alternative media that have their sources and they're all pretty much saying the same stuff that this is, if, if, the deep state had its way that this would happen. And it would only make sense that that would be something they would try to pull off. Especially with the Ruth Bader Ginsburg thing and all of the other factors that I've mentioned. There, there's, a, there's an urgency on their part that they've never really quite had before, I think. Will Mike Pence be accompanying him? Will Nancy Pelosi assume the presidency? And she will appoint Hillary Clinton to the vacant spot. And Hillary 
will then take over when Nancy resigns. That's so true. she'll. So in other words, Nancy Pelosi ascends to the presidency because uh, Pence and Trump are gone, and then she appoints Hillary Clinton as the vice president. Because I don't think I made that clear before, and then Nancy Pelosi steps down back into speakership. So they would have Nancy Pelosi at the head of. Could you imagine? And then we've got Hillary right back in the catbird seat where she always wanted to be and let hell on earth begin essentially is what it would be. During the new world order to the white house, which was to have been the plan in 2016. Yes. When that happens, folks, Katie bar the door, you will have never seen anything like a purge until that woman takes over. And you can say, well, I'm not that bad. Uh, listen to me. When she takes over, if she does, nobody. And I mean nobody. Thank you for joining us. Please share this on your social media widely. And I mean far and wide. If you haven't subscribed to the Common Sense Show, please do so. We'll see you back here again next time. Yeah, it's just key in the Common Sense Show on, um, I mean, I give you a link for this, but Common Sense Show on YouTube. He's went to these, oh my word, he puts out about 900 videos a day. I'm exaggerating, but it's like, oh, the three minutes, and I think it's because he's trying to get more views or something, and uh, it's just maddening. Um, anyway, so to add to this, and then I'll go to the next part here. This is This is more information from Dave that came out after the video clip that you just heard president of the new California movement, Paul Preston. And again, we've, we've had a lot of audio clips from Paul Preston, uh, and Paul Martin. These are two of his main contacts. And I, I do believe Paul is, is a credible source. He is the president of the new California movement where they're trying to, I guess, break off from, you know, or establish a, a new California type of movement where they're secede from, I've went over that before, but anyway, it said when I called Paul Preston, he had not heard of the Infowars release, the the one where Roger Stone and Alex Jones go over how they're, you know, they're coming after him. However, he did state that an increasing number of people in California are declaring that the state government is in a state of sedition, and they want Trump to intervene under his authority as president. There's so many things Trump needs to do that you know, have to get done because if they don't get done, evil is going to overtake him. He has to act. He cannot just continue to sit on his hands and play patty cake with the devil like he's trying to do with this whole government shutdown thing. Now, granted, I do think that if his plan is to let it go over 30 days so he can get a senior executive services and a lot of other bloated bureaucracies in Washington, D.C., well, praise the Lord Jesus Christ for that. Well done. Okay, and well played on that. But, you know, I just don't know if that's the case. That's the problem. I mean, I hope it is. But he keeps making all of these massive concessions to Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats in the House. And no matter what he says, it's never good enough. And it's like, well, you've you know, even if you declare a national emergency, are you still going to make those concessions? I mean, are you going to, I mean, you've already said this stuff. It's come out of your mouth. Why did you say that? Why did you want to play patty cake with the devil here? 
they're they're never going to get enough no wall is ever going to be you know permitted these are satanists these are luciferians they they eat children for fun they drink their blood they got to have that pipeline coming over the border and they don't want anything that's going to stop that there's nothing you, you could say to them that is ever going to let them get, make them give in that I, I think, I mean, unless they're just strong armed into it. So I, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens here. Um, both Paul and I have previously documented that the intention of the deep state is to start a civil war beginning in California. I've reported on that many times. If the state was not able to withdraw from the union under the direction of George Soros and former Governor Brown. So in other words, they want to have the Cal Exit movement where they where they secede from the United States and have their own separate state. George Soros and Governor Brown. I heard Jerry Brown's not in there now. I, I don't know. Anyway, um, so, but they've got all their liberal people all, all in league there. So we will... We'll see on this. And now this is his going further. He says the FBI source he has, Dave Hodges has, offered up the most confirmation. Thanks to the New York Times, we already uh, know that the F FBI was attempting a coup from the time Trump, Trump took office. The source stated that they know firsthand there is a slush fund to bribe judges, evidently to make that happen, to impeach, to bring about a coup of Trump. This agent also hears FBI colleagues bragging that they will be bringing Trump down. The Mike Adams article mentions that Trump will do the perp walk and the agents have bragged that they want to be on that detail. Okay, so they want to be the ones walking next to Trump when he's making the perp walk, in other words. These good patriotic FBI agents. The agent has also learned that the FBI is taking jurisdictional authority over assassination investigations of trump from the department of homeland security and secret service and my reaction is note this has been planned before the assassination of trump has even happened how insane is that the fbi is taking jurisdictional authority over the assassination of trump like it's a done deal They've already tried to assassinate him, I, I know, at least like 12 times. And I do believe if it wasn't for God intervening, he would have been assassinated a long time ago. And you have to ask yourself, why would they try to assassinate this guy if he was on their team? Playing ball, doing everything they wanted. He's undone a ton of stuff the deep state's done. That's why they want to kill him. So again, a lot of mixed feelings about the old Trumpster. You know? But they wouldn't be trying to, they weren't trying to do that to Obama or George W. Bush or the Clintons. Why? Because they were on team Satan and it was obvious and it was overt. Therefore, there were no assassination attempts, attempts from within against them because they were exactly who Satan wanted in office. Trump, on the other hand, it's been like over 12 times. Who knows how, what's up to now? And, and, if there's ever been a time they're going to try to take him out, it's going to be from between now and March into that area. So, again, more reason for a lot of prayer to be going up about all of this. Okay, so this agent fears that if impeachment and indictment don't get the job done, that assassination is next. Okay, so the conclusion. 
what are we left with? I think that there is clearly a plot underway to remove Trump, and I agree that the deep state is out of time and must act now. Trump's hand may be forced in that he may have to Im immediately shut down the border, declaring a state of national emergency, and going in to California and arresting treasonous members of, California, of the California state government. Now, I will say this. I know that a lot of us have been wringing our hands about just declare a national state of emergency. I've been one of them. But if he is playing, let's say, on the outside chance, even though him offering all of his concessions really doesn't go along with that very much, let's say on the outside chance he is playing 4D chess and he's playing them and he's just trying to get to that 30-day mark which we're coming up on, it's not too far, where the government's been shut down, where he can start axing all these different bloated bureaucracies that, that have been in shutdown since the shutdown, the, the partial government shutdown, and SES, the, the SES um, portion is part of that. Well, then he wouldn't want to declare a national emergency before that time, because if he declares a national emergency, he could say, well, then you could say, okay, well, the, the shutdown's over, but we have a national emergency that's been declared because of the border. And then he starts building the border with, um, you know, the military, like he's talked about. I hope you're kind of understanding what I'm saying here. So it it is a better thing that if he just, he continues this thing where they're bickering over the shutdown so he can get to the 30-day mark so he can axe SES and all of these other bloated things that he might not be able to do if he just declares a national emergency. Okay, so I think that might be why. I, I hope. I hope it is. I really do. I pray it is, but we'll, we'll see. And again, them knowing that, because you know the deep state knows that, that he can start axing these things after 30 days. Well, that might be another reason they're in full desperation because they know maybe what he's going to do. So, I don't know. A lot to think about, pray about. Uh, let's go further here. And um, I'm trying to get back to where I was at. Okay, the better question may be, will Trump still be alive in 10 days? Either way, I do not see how a civil war is going to be avoided at this point. I can't really either. I really can't. I mean, <clears throat> I just can't see with the way things are aligning, how things could be business as usual a year from now. Now, I could be wrong. I could totally be wrong. Or even three months from now. Or even, you know, who knows? It could be a lot shorter than that. I hope I'm wrong. But, you know, I'm just trying to do the math. And, and I just don't see how that's possible. Can articles like this expo exposing the plot push back the event as it was before? And, but I said, no, what about Christians getting on their knees to ask for God's intervention? Okay? Fasting, praying, binding and loosing, educating others. Jeremiah 33, 3 says, Call unto me, and I will answer thee, and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. And then Jeremiah 32, 17, a chapter earlier, says, Ah, Lord God, behold, thou hast made the heaven and the earth by thy great power and stretched out arm, and there is nothing too hard for thee. So, 
I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? He goes on to say, God goes on to say that later in the chapter. No, there's nothing too hard for God. So none of anything that I've presented today is too hard for God. But it's a matter of, and to me, this is just turning into such a black and white issue. It's a matter of if my people will humble themselves and pray and turn from their wicked ways, I, I think, you know, and I will hear from heaven, heal their land. I really think that's what all of this hinges on. But the problem I'm seeing is that, you know, none of these people that are at the forefront of reporting on this, like Dave Hodges, Mike Adams, Alex Jones, Roger Stone, are giving or emphasizing that point I just gave you about the Lord. About that that is the key. Because it is the key. It is. We can flail and foam at the mouth and make all this effort and try to educate everybody in the world but if god is not behind it if god is not in it it's going to fail period period so that's all i have for part one there um just stay tuned for a short message if you'd like to keep us in the game and god bless you and i thank god praise the lord jesus christ for all of our people that donate to us for the ones that are praying for us and you know me i don't make you know announcements even about this I, but I like to mention, though, from time to time that I do I do praise the Lord Jesus Christ for my listeners and, and for those that have, you know, prayed for us and donated to this ministry to keep us, you know, keep us in the game, essentially. And um, without you, this ministry ceases to exist. And I don't know how much longer that we have. Hopefully, I got another five years. But, I mean, that every day is like a miracle, literally, for, for like, I'm, I'm almost... <laughs> Like, like my mindset's just gotten to that point. Like every day is a literal miracle because there's so many things that could go wrong at this point. And it's just by the mercy and grace of God that, that we've been continuing to go in and that America has continued to be able to, to keep functioning. But something's got to give on this stuff. So God bless you and we will see you in part two. Scott Johnson's 1,000 plus audio teachings and PDF documents are available for free 24-7 on the internet at contendingfortruth.com. That's C-O-N-T-E-N-D-I-N-G-F-O-R-T-R-U-T-H.com. In addition, we also offer a free Christian current event and health email newsletter. You can sign up at contendingfortruth.com. These email newsletters typically only generate about three to six emails per month if you subscribe to both lists. Please prayerfully help us to continue this work. For mail correspondence or to support this ministry, our mailing address is Scott Johnson, 2359 Highway 70, Southeast, number 321, Hickory, NC, 28602. Or on the internet, a PayPal donation link can be found at contendingfortruth.com. Thank you and may the Lord Jesus Christ richly bless you.